Women have body issues. It hurt. Um, it was a band of pain across my chest. Are you sure you're ready to take on all the side effects that come with it? Because let me tell you a secret. Welcome to another edition of Around River City. I'm Ken Cooper. And because October has been Breast Cancer Awareness Month, I've had a chance to continue the conversations we've been having about breasts. If you haven't listened to Chrissy's story of breast cancer survival, uh, you really should go back at some point and check it out. She is quite a person. It's really quite a story. So this time around, we're going to continue on a similar topic. I recently had a chance to sit down and have a really nice conversation with Lisa Olson, and we talked about her breast implants. We'll get right into that conversation in just a bit. This is Around River City. We are continuing to have a conversation about breasts here on Around River City. Lisa Olson sat down with me and was nice enough to open up about her breast implants. So let's just jump right in. You recently had breast implants removed. I did. And I, that was, you had some health issues, was that it or? A friend of mine who's a, a buddy through Facebook whom I had not met, was super brave and posted that she just had her breast implants removed. And she had a picture of the implants in, in their entirety with the fluid in her back seat. And that was the photo she put on Facebook. And I thought that was incredibly brave. I never told people I had implants. My own sons didn't know. And I reached out to her. Um, I really knew her husband really well. He's a great comic, uh, Johnny Dam, and and I had never met them, but then I got to know Ronnie, and and we talked about it. She coached me through what she was thinking, and, and well, then, see, you must have already been considering it then. Not until I saw her post, I had not because I was I'm such I'm an A, which um, guys don't know that's pretty flat, and I was horrified by that when I was younger. You know, part of why I wanted to do these conversations is to maybe help people not be so horrified by who they are. Talking about it seems like a pretty good way to start, right? I'm Ken Cooper, and this is Around River City. I'll talk more with Lisa Olson in just a bit. With October being Breast Cancer Awareness Month, it has sparked some really interesting conversations about breasts and about ourselves, really. This is Around River City, and I'm Ken Cooper talking with Lisa Olson, who, as we heard, had her breast implants removed a while back. But I wanted to go back a little farther and find out why she got them in the first place. I thought about it for a long time, and always, uh, women have body issues. And I, I would say that it's gotten better, especially with commercials that show women of size or you see big, bigger people now that, that don't just cover up with a, a big blousey blouse and, and you just you celebrate, this is, this is my vessel and stuff. And back then it wasn't that way. Yeah. Lizzo recently said something on, on Instagram, and I love Lizzo, love her music, but I think I love her more on Instagram. She said, I don't want to be body, body positive. I want to be body normalized. Huh. She, we don't, you know, I just want all of this to, it's all normal. 
Yes. You know? And I think that's part of having this conversation. I think these conversations mm-hmm. should be a little bit more normal and yes. more comfortable. I agree. Um, so you decided at, again, what age? Yeah, so I was 32. I had, I had um, 32 or 33, and uh, my boys were about two and four. And I was uh, an entertainer with a singing group, and I really wanted to fill out the pretty dresses because I am a regular, um, smaller size body. I shouldn't say regular, that's not right, but I am a smaller size body, but then flat chested in my mind. I'm really not flat, flat chested, but that's what I thought. I thought I was fat, and I thought I was flat. And neither is true. Why do we do that to ourselves? Yeah, we want you to <laughs> we want to be seen as perfect because Barbie's perfect, but not right. really. I mean, if you took her measurements and made her a right. real woman, it, it, she would be bigger right. size. But anyway, we we see that because that's what we see on TV. That's why young girls want the perfect wedding. And when is there a perfect wedding? So I went through with the surgery. I was very excited to do it, and it hurt bad. <laughs> you went from an A to what? A C. Okay. So. That doesn't it, it seem does drastic. It, it is on my frame. I'm only five seven, and like my pants are like a a seven ish. So I'm I'm nearly petite. So for me, that actually was bigger. And what I learned over the years is I didn't like that either. I liked. Huh. Yep. There would be certain dresses or something, and I would feel like I'm on stage singing or whatever, and I think I think this looks great. Then I'd be in a regular shirt that hung out from my chest, and I felt huge. And so along the way, I picked up a beautiful little thing called eating disorder. <laughs> so isn't that neat? So I, I had to work through that. And one of the things I recall is being in the therapist's office and off of this sheet, pick what body type you have. I think this would work for men too. You'd point and no doubt you're choosing something that's like four sizes bigger than you actually look. Correct. But in your brain... That's what you see. And I learned along the way. My disorder was basically not eating because I thought I was big. Is there a connection to the desire to have the breast implants and the larger breasts and the eating disorder, do you think? do they do, Did both of those come from a similar place? It could be. You know, when I grew up, I was physically abused by my mom, who was an, was an alcoholic. And a lot of trauma, it, it's just all through this trauma-based fight, flight, anxiety, all that. It's it's all based from that. And so my I have two siblings who were um, so obese that they each had surgeries. They each had, you know, the mm-hmm. bypass surgeries. And my younger one was bigger but never obese. So we all went our own ways with our trauma and how that came out. Was there pressure or support from the, I'm assuming you had, had children, so there was a man in your life? Yes, it was my second husband, and he was all for it. Um, he was a, a person... In what kind of way? Definitely a gamer brain that he would... When I first met him, he had posters of voluptuous women holding swords, and they were all tall thighs and... So it was a physical oh, desirability thing. Absolutely. That's what I think. And he may not agree, but that's the posters on your wall. How am I supposed to live up to that? Right. Second marriage. I wanted. I want to be the great thing in your life and and all that. So I that did, you know, lend to my bad self esteem. How long did you have the implants before you started realizing? Hmm, I'm not sure I like this. It didn't occur to me. 
I thought I'd probably be a skeleton with bags on my chest in a coffin someday, although I don't really plan to be buried. No, I did have them 18 years, and it wasn't like I thought I need to get these out because I also I knew that anytime you open your body, you're taking a chance, mm-hmm. and it's money. It's a lot of money. It, yeah. It's not covered. So it just didn't occur to me. This was now my body, and I had, what, 30 bras that are size C, and this is me. Then I saw my friend Ronnie Dam's post, and her bravery hit me just like a storm that you didn't even know was coming. I thought she was brave. I It didn't occur to me to think I should probably get these out. Once I looked into it, and she connected me with a, a group, and you have to answer certain questions and promise that you are in this mode of your life, not a man who wants to see breasts that are, you know, it's it's not that kind of group. But you, it's an exclusive group. So I, I joined that. And there's a lot of woe stories and a lot of um, people complaining, but so many people talked about the benefits. And what happened for me was um, neck pain went away. Within a couple of months, uh, a pain that I was having shooting down one arm where my, my hand would lock up and I would have to pull over when I was driving. No doctor knew what that was. I've never had it since. And it didn't occur to you or anyone that it was because of the implants? No. And here's the biggest thing that is, I'm not a stupid person. I'm not your college mega, you know, all the letters after my name either. Never occurred to me that, oh yeah, your body doesn't want plastic in it. Duh. You have a sliver, and if you can't dig that sliver out, Mm -hmm. your body will eject it. That is what a scab is, and that is what pus is, or whatever, Mm -hmm. out of a sore. Your body, you just had something put in. You know, I don't know how it works for heart shunts and things, but I think the material is probably more Mm user-friendly than, now mine weren't, um, they were just, it was saline, but you can study all these different things that it's made of. It is actually a plastic bag. Mm -hmm. And and I realized my body is working to reject it, so therefore I had... um, more weight, which is something I was fighting all my life. I had worse migraines and, again, the neck pain that I was having. Memory fog is huge. If you have breast implants and you have memory fog, it's connected. I guarantee it. And hmm. my memory was coming back, and I was remembering things. And my husband, my third and final wonderful husband, never was a boob man, let's just say it. And I have never felt more free and natural. I've since let my hair go gray before it was cool with COVID. And I'm in regular size clothes. I'm so delighted when I put on a shirt and it's too big and I can donate it because my shoulders fit my frame and I just feel so much better. So I've lost over 25 pounds just by getting those out, just to stop all that buildup and you know fluid retention. Well, it turns out this is obviously about a lot more than your breasts. It sure was. Yeah, it really was. And I've had strangers. And so I did post about it one year later. So it's been almost two years now. And I posted one year later, I was finally brave enough to do a before and after picture of with clothing on, of course. But I shared my story on Facebook. And I had three different women reach out to me and want to talk about it because they were having similar issues and didn't know where to go. And I felt like, 
I, I got a hold of Ronnie and, and I just said, look at your legacy, lady. You are trickling down toward health. And well, and yours as well. I that's think what I mean, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So it felt really good to just go back to natural. And an interesting part is I got a hold of my sons and um, said, you know, let's meet. So, yes, they would have been um, like 21 and 23. And I got a hold of them and talked to them. And, of course, they I didn't realize. They thought with my tone that I had some really crummy news. And because I said, <laughs> I got to talk to you both, okay? And I want it to be tonight or tomorrow night. And, of course, they're like, come over quick. Let's meet. And I told them, you don't know this about me, but when you guys were really super young, I got breast implants. And they were like, what? They had no, of course they would have no idea. And then when I told them I was getting them out and they were just so happy for me and they were there for me afterwards to check on me and help me out. I mean, my husband, of course, was there for everything, but, mm-hmm. but I got the, you know, the little drop-in visits and everything. It was just the support was huge. And one of the hard parts for me is I work with police officers and I, I would need the time off. And so I, I didn't know how to say it. It turns out nobody cares <laughs> as long as you're okay. And that's what I learned. That was huge. Well, and isn't that nice? And I don't mean they don't care like anything, but it wasn't this. There's no judgment. What? It wasn't judgment. No, it was, wow, okay, are you going to need anything? What can I do? And it's just such a relief. And it was just too much thinking, overthinking. So always find your circle and don't sit on your information because sitting in your head, it's just going to grow. <laughs> you got to yeah. find your, your people and get support. Do you look back on the decision to have the implants? Do you, I mean, do you look back now and say, what the hell was I thinking? Or? Yes, yes, great question. If, if I were married to Todd at that time, it wouldn't have been a big deal. It wouldn't have been, an, uh, I wouldn't have felt the need and I'm not blaming my second husband. He was very good to me. I'm just saying it wouldn't have fed that part of my brain that thinks mm-hmm. I'm not good enough, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not voluptuous enough. It went, and he didn't say those things to me or make me. It's just what I thought, because of his gamer stuff, and I thought I need well, to match that too. Honestly, you and I are very much alike in that I think we are are both, in some ways, our own worst enemy. Absolutely, that's why thoughts left in your head are no friend. They're no they're no good. That's why some people do well with journaling. I, I reach out to a professional because sometimes even telling you about it, you don't have to fix it, mm-hmm. but it gets it out of my head because I can say to you, you know, I was thinking about this. Look how many times somebody talks to you about something and they actually fix their own problem because they're explaining it to you. Mm-hmm. Being heard is one of the biggest things we can do for each other. So did having the implants removed make you perfectly emotionally healthy? <laughs> everything and dinner's ready every night it's magic no but you know I I found a love of yoga and I found a love of um, just being active differently because it's not fun to run when you're big breasted I found less fear of going to the mammogram appointment because <laughs> that was pretty bad you know they would have to grab the front of your breast they grab your nipple and with the other hand, slide the implant back so there was nothing but the skin. Think of a balloon with sand, and you're trying to get all the sand away from the first third of it. And then they press it down. And that's horrible. It's just horrible to think that I you're did not know doing they that. could make a regular mammogram worse. 
exactly. It's true. Yes. Yeah, that was a little torturous. And the people were very kind. But even then, I felt really embarrassed. Like, oh, I got, I got implants, you know. And they don't care. I'm not the only one they deal with. And it's, it's not that they don't care. But For a long time, 18 years or so, I had a beard. And I would wear dark glasses. And then I realized, after I shaved the beard, because it was a radio promotion, so I had to go through with it, after I shaved the beard, I realized I was hiding behind that. Wow. Was there any sense of that with your implants, that you were hiding behind your breasts, I guess? Or please right. notice these and not the rest of me? No, I, I never wanted the attention to be like... Um maybe a, a film star who might do more risque things. And I never wore cleavage things. It's just that because I was in that singing group and then I was in a comedy group, my brain said, you're on stage. You should look like a star. You should look, you know, like people expect you to look. And it turns out I'm funny enough without boobs. Yeah. I didn't need those. I think you, but, you don't just look like a star. You are a star. Ooh, well... I mean that. I don't mean a celebrity star. You're just a big sparkle in the sky oh, for all of us. Oh, you're so kind. That makes me feel good. But see, there's more people like you that make everyone else know that that the thing they think is bad about them is only in their own brain. And isn't that funny? Because I think, beard or not, it's it's fun. And if I was a guy, I would be switching it all the time. I think that's fun. But it's neat that you came to that conclusion, too, that you thought maybe you were hiding. You don't feel that way now? I mean with the current beard? Yes. No, no, no. I'm, I'm. I don't know if I could measure how different a person I am today than I was at 30 uh, or 32 when I shaved the, that first beard off. That's so funny. Well, and that's mostly what we in a good all way, I think. Mostly in a good way, I think. I wonder if anxiety always is connected to that which we are changing our physical appearances. If that, if we think we're hiding, or we. Well, think I think in a in a broad sense, anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. There are other women who have gone through part of what you've gone through. Right. You know, maybe, or are thinking of getting them. I, yeah. yeah. I hesitate to say someone is wrong to make the decision that, yes, I would like to have implants. Correct. Hey, if that's your gig and you are going to be safe and you feel set with spending the money and living with what's going to change, it hurt. Um, it was a band of pain across my chest. The, the one thing that stands out that really hurt was pushing a grocery cart. Because, I mean, even if you just push in front of you right now, that's where you feel mm -hmm. it. Go across, what would that be, your pecs, I guess? I guess. And I think double check that you're doing that because you, it, why? You know, why? Work on your whys and then ask your people around you. And I can't say that that would have changed my mind back then. But it are you sure you're ready to take on all the side effects that come with it? Because let me tell you a secret. The plastic surgeons are not going to tell you about the side effects. And what I did learn is they don't believe in them. They don't want to hear them. Now, the neurologist understood and said, holy cow, of course that makes sense. I wrote letters to all my doctors to let them know my improvements. And I had one catch me at a coffee house, a former doc. And she was like, that letter was amazing. Why didn't we think of that 10 years ago with your migraines? So... That made it, I just wanted them to know in case they had another patient that was having the arm issue or the other things going on. But anyway, my wow. advice is just reach out and make sure what your passion is and maybe, maybe try therapy before you think that changing your body is going to change your brain. 
because it doesn't. Hmm. Now there is really something to think about. Thank you, Lisa, for the great conversation and the perspective. I'm Ken Cooper. This is Around River City. Thank you for listening in. For now, that wraps up our conversation about breasts. And again, one of the reasons that I was really looking forward to having these conversations during October, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, is to draw awareness to breast cancer, of course, but also to normalize this type of conversation and make it more comfortable for everyone. I, I think it's, uh, it's healthy for us to be able to talk about ourselves this way. So hopefully there will be more conversations like this. You're invited to be a part of them. If you have something you want to share, you can always get in touch with me at AroundRiverCity.com. And if you just want to listen in to the podcasts, you can go there and subscribe to the podcasts. And you'll also find lots of really cool things going on around the area. That's AroundRiverCity.com. I'm Ken Cooper, and I'll talk to you next time.